today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. A report by the Social Planning and Research Council says that poverty is still a major issue in the lower city of Hamilton. As a matter of fact, it's an issue all over the city. We're going to give you some of the numbers on that. One in every five children is living in poverty in this city. Sarah Mayo is with the Social Planning and Research Council of Hamilton, and she joins us here in studio. Good to have you here. Thanks for coming in today. Thank you. Uh, these numbers are disturbing. I guess there's some encouraging stuff here, though. But uh, it's uh, And we understand that any time you do surveys like this, Sarah, it's always a snapshot in time of what's going on. But uh, it's a snapshot that we need to pay attention to and analyze. Yeah, well, this data is interesting. It's from Statistics Canada. And unlike a lot of the other data we get, we have on poverty, like the census, which is a snapshot, this is actually uh, a series of snapshots um, because it looks at the same people. It's using tax filer data, an- uh, anonymous. They're, they're not using people's names at all, but just using the income data to look at the same people over an eight-year period to see, okay, in those eight years, how many people um, uh, had in- incomes below the poverty line uh, at least one year or two years or the whole eight years. Um, and so it really gives uh, a more, uh, a deeper picture than we've had about uh, people living in poverty. It's one of these situations when you start comparing some of the stats here, it's uh, almost a good news, bad news situation in some cases. Mm-hmm. Uh, over that eight-year period, the highest percentage of people in the in the test group here actually were only living below that line for a short period of time, only for one year. Yeah. That's the good news is the bad news is the second highest group were there for all eight years. Exactly. And so that's the the, the good news is we, we need to continue to to provide support to prevent people to um, fall into poverty or when they do, it's a short-lived experience and that is a um, a good thing and we want more of that, that if if, if you uh, if your income does go below that line, that, that it's a short experience and that you have uh, the opportunities for higher income. But that the second largest group is a group that has been living in poverty the full eight years of those eight years is very concerning and I think really speaks to the mayor's poverty initiative, which is coming to council this week, mm-hmm. which is going to, which in large part is trying to address um, that group a bit more. Um, people who may need more supports than um, kind of just short-term um, help, they may need a more personalized um, approach, and, and I think that's uh, part of what the strategy is planning to do. Well, this also dispels some myths that uh, that you know people that are living below the poverty line are lifers, they're just living off government checks, and and this the evidence here suggests that people this is a dip, this is uh, somebody uh, who is experiencing bad times, and I mean if you want to go back over that eight year period, let's not forget that there was a major recession economically that was right around the country that impacted an awful lot of people, and I know you found this to be the case uh, in in the time that you've working uh, for the Social Planning and Research Council too, Sarah that. Oftentimes, uh, these are people that, that say it's a job loss, it could be an injury, something like this that has a negative impact on, on their income, and all of a sudden, they find themselves in a precarious position. Absolutely. It can happen to any of us, and it does happen to many of us, um, uh, sometimes for a shorter period, sometimes for a longer period. It is, uh, you know, our economy and our, our, our work um, uh our workplaces are much more precarious than they used to be, and so there's much more of a um, of that that uncertainty. Even people who don't actually fall below the poverty line feel it closer and closer to them um, than they have in the past. They feel much less stable, and and so it is really affecting all of us and 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 our you know fundamentally our happiness as well, but because of that insecurity. Which let's, let's break this down demographically as well, about young people. I want to talk about seniors first, though, because there's some encouraging news about the seniors here. 
that uh, that once you finish uh, and do go into retirement and you're living hopefully off your retirement and CPP and whatever else that you've uh, been able to acquire and, and, and just stash away, I guess, for the little while, uh, seniors by and large are, are seemingly doing a lot better than they used to be doing. Yeah. So we, again, there's good news, bad news. The good news is um, seniors, um, um, they're living longer. Their their partners are living longer if they're in a, um, a couple relationship. And so, um, um, but one, but, and, and, and we've put in specific policies to prevent senior poverty because it used to be a huge issue. They used to have the highest poverty groups among the age group. Uh, the highest poverty rates among the age groups. But we, as a society, said, no, no, that is not acceptable. And so we put in OAS, GIS, CPP, so that people had a different opportunities. And um, and so now they have the lowest poverty rate um, at less than 4% um, across the city, 4.2% uh, uh, um, across the city. And um, But it their risk of entering poverty has been increasing ever so slightly. Um, I mean, it's not slight. It's a doubling, but it's from 1% to 2% of seniors who aren't living in poverty. 1% used to um, um, then uh, have their incomes go below poverty line, and now it's 2%. So we definitely don't want that to grow, and we want it to go back down to cl- closer to zero because it's um, it's a group that is uh, more vulnerable if, um, if they don't have uh, family or if they're isolated. Um, we, we certainly don't want them to fall through the cracks. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Bill Kelly Show weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900. 100 CHML.